Hello. And welcome to another terrifying episode of Cult Film Review. The podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and see if they still hold up. Last year, we took a look into the beyond. We discovered magic and Hocus Pocus, battled vampires and Fright Night, and kicked a wolfman in the nods with Monster Squad. Tonight, grab your pitchforks, chop in your bayonet, and stay out of the pool. Because tonight, we're talking about The Prowler. Directed by Joseph Zito, and special effects by Tom Salvini. This Halloween edition of Cold Film Review is sure to terrify you. So let's start the show. <laughs> Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex? Clopex. Clopex. Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Hey guys, welcome to a very spooky episode of Cold Film Review. This is our Halloween edition where we always do uh, horror films throughout the whole month of, uh, well, horror or Halloween themed movies throughout the whole month of October. Um, As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Willenbrecht. What's up? And Michael Salucio. Hello. Tonight we are <laughs> okay. Tonight we are talking about Kyle's pick, The Prowler. It came out in 1981, I believe. Uh, it is directed by Joseph Zito and uh, Tom Salvini did the special effects, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Kyle, gotta ask you, uh, why did you pick The Prowler? Um, I because I couldn't find Suspiria um, streaming anywhere or on dvd that was my that was the pick i really wanted this was second this was second pick i've never seen it before um i i always remember the box art as a kid in the video store i always remember it looking like kind of creepy and being a slasher film so i thought hey you know what this might be fun to check out so i said fuck it let's do this had anyone seen this movie before i'd never seen it before had anybody never seen, it? seen it i had also seen the poster <laughs> Only. <laughs> Same here, though. Yeah. I've seen the the poster art for this too. Never seen the movie. Chris. Never seen it. No, but definitely heard about it. Like you know, as as one of the uh, the slide. It was always in the, like the horror movie books. You know, like the the books that would go through the years of different horror films. And I always remember this one popping up. That image of the of the slasher with the pitchfork. See, I I remember the one where he's holding the girl in the pool yeah and it looks like he's like to me in the poster which i always intrigued me about this movie it always looks like a melting man or I, yeah. some kind of like weird i totally agree totally like, agree tar man yeah. kind of thing and that's like what, it was a monster of yeah. some sort like an, an army monster or yeah something. like an army know. zombie or yeah, something yeah, yeah. something like that was decrepit and falling apart i remember the lighting of it also looking like it was like f- photographed in a mall <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a glamour shot before they put the filter on. That's what it kind of looks like to me. I mean, the, like the, just one floodlight. Well, the one that we're talking about, I think that's is, was that a drawing? I thought. Yeah, I think it might that be was a drawing. drawing. Now, there's the other one, which is the more common, which yeah. is like the side profile of him. Yeah, that's the one. That I'm one about. certainly looks uh, chintzy as hell. Yeah, it's like, uh, very, very like a cameo. Yeah. What a weird, what a weird scene to use for the cover art too, because it's not even like really that prevalent of a scene. Like the pool scene, I don't really feel like it was that big of a deal for it to to, to warrant the cover. Yeah, mm. it happened so quickly that scene. 
Like, but I feel like that that cover is also done to hide the fact that uh, the killer in this movie may not be that interesting. <laughs> that could be true. I thought he always looked kind of like he reminded me of the killer from My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, there's a, there's been yeah. I, I did read there's a lot of comparisons between that film and this one. Yeah, he looked like like a World War II scarecrow. Yeah, <laughs> just like a bag over. That's his actually head. standard issue. They they use those. In What's World that? The bag? Scarecrows. Oh <laughs> yeah. Scarecrows. That's yeah. how we won the war. To distract yeah. the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like keep the Nazis off your, yeah. your cornfield. Just scare them away. They thought we had a bunch of shol- soldiers. We didn't. We had about five. <laughs> and a ton of scarecrows. A lot of scarecrows. A <laughs> ton of scarecrows, though. That's what they were doing. That's what the women were doing back in World War II in those factories. They <laughs> <laughs> were building bombs. <laughs> Stuffing fatigues. <laughs> <laughs> Setting them off. Oh shit! <laughs> so this movie came out in 1981, which it, it was surrounded by a plethora of other slasher films that came out in 1981. Uh, I believe uh, Part Two of Friday the 13th came mm, out. Never heard of it. Was that 81 or was that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was, was that the first I mean, I, one. I can Google it. No, the first one was 80. Uh, well, that me, was also one of the reasons I think why GCS I was in this real quick. Why, why I was intrigued to pick this movie because it it is so early in the eighties, eighty one, and I I thought like, okay, well, this is like kind of at the beginning. This came out at the beginning stages of of you know of the slasher film, but apparently it wasn't one year one year in, and there's already enough time to to have cheap knockoffs. When was, when was Friday the Thirteenth? I thought it was like seventy seven or no, something. No, it was like 80. eighty. I'm pretty sure. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. I thought it was earlier. Uh, let me see here. Eighty-one. So in eighty-one, you had uh, American Werewolf in London. Not a slasher, but not a slasher, but good fuck point. You, good one. <laughs> <laughs> Blood Beach, Bloody Moon, Burial Ground, The Burning. A lot of bees. Oh, yeah. A lot of bees on this list. <laughs> I should. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. The Speaking of that, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Uh, Dawn of uh, the Mummy. Big big hit. Here's some of its competition. The Entity, not a slasher, but then after that, you had the Evil Dead, Evil Speak. Mm. Um, this is all in the same year. Yeah, this is all eighty one. Good year, good yeah. year. Friday, the Friday the Thirteenth Part Two was in eighty one. Uh, Halloween, oh, Halloween Two was in eighty one. Yeah, yeah, the first one. Uh, was the Howling. You uh, you had just My Bloody Valentine. Man, there we go. Getting hit with like um, all these. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. Exactly. Omen Three, Piranha Two. Yeah, James Cameron. The first Prowler. Film. I mean, there's a ton of great horror movies that came out in 1981. So it's kind of easy to see why this one was overlooked because, I mean, it's pretty damn. It's pretty cookie cutter. It's but... pretty cookie cutter. All right, so let me go. Let me just stop, Chris. Let me stop myself right there, and let me go into the synopsis because I don't think I've said that yet, uh, and tell people what this movie's about. If you don't know what it's about, it's about an unknown killer uh, clad in some World War II U.S. Army fatigues who stalks a small New Jersey town. Bent on reliving a 35-year-old double murder by focusing on a group of college kids holding an annual spring dance that... Well, it's not annual. Uh, well, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to it be, It was yeah. supposed to be. It's a spring dance that it was they on hadn't done in like 35 30 years. years. Yeah, because of a double murder. Yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was on hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. It's a permanent hiatus. <laughs> because of a double murder. And they finally, in the 80s, they finally said, you know what? Fuck that double murder. Yeah. We're past all the turmoil in our small New Jersey town. We've gotten over it. New Jersey? That's what it says. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're over it in our small New Jersey town, and we're going to move on, and we're going to hold this thing. It's very brave of them. Yeah. 35 years later, you know, yeah. they're, this murder. They're, 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 they're showing the killer, hey, you know what? 
Your fear doesn't work on us. It doesn't work on us. Mm, yeah. But then it does. Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know what? Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about the Prowler. It was 1945, the night of the graduation dance. The war overseas had just ended. The terror at home Boy. was about to begin. Roy? Come on. Come on, kid. Don't play hard to get. What about New Year's Eve? Well, that was different. I couldn't help myself. The Prowler. If he wants you. He'll get you. All right, guys. So we're back, and we are talking about the Prowler. Came out in 1981. Had a budget of one million dollars. Um, so let's just start with the three openings of the film. I think it has three openings. You may disagree. Uh, other people, uh, other people that are either watched the film or are in this room right now. Anyone disagree with that? That it has three openings. I I'll give you the three openings. Newsreel, the 40s party, okay, and then the 80s uh, current. Yeah. Status. Yeah, that was like it's like the reverse of Return of the King. Well, I'm gonna. I don't, s- uh, yeah, I'm gonna say right. that the 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 newsreel section made me think that maybe there was some kind of weird ass commercial before this movie started. <laughs> I had no idea that that was actually a part of this film until like I started tying together with the whole like you know the the backstory of the killer and all that stuff. Yeah. But like I was like, what the hell is this? I'm like check. I'm like, is this the right movie? <laughs> I thought the exact same thing actually. Um, I thought that was just more. I I don't know if I would quite call that an intro. I, maybe I'd just call it like, it's just it's just setting it's just setting it up like a. Help me out, well, Mike. It gives you it's like weird. a pro like a prologue prologue. prologue? There yeah. You go. It's a well, prologue. it's giving you backstory on the killer before they even introduce the killer. It's giving you because it, yeah yeah it it talks about the it talks about our boys are coming home mentally disturbed from all the war images they've seen that that and then it said and then it it made the most obvious uh, connection to the killer which is like and all the and all the boys who got the dear John letters yeah which is exactly what mm-hmm, happened so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I mean it, to Chris's point I didn't think it was I don't think it was necessary but but then again in a movie that doesn't give a whole lot of exposition. It's really one of the only things you get. Then it goes into like the 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 next intro, which is the like the '40s party where they feel like they spent all of their budget. Yeah, yeah. It was it's, for this. It's, it's very grand. That was an expensive saw cop <laughs> down to the cars and everything. <laughs> but dude, it was beautifully shot. I don't. Was it the film that gave it that glow? What gave it a glow? Did that's anyone a, notice that it got like, glow? It was all those lights that they had on the building. No, that's a that's a that's a lens filter. I don't know what it was. I guess they were, were they trying to give it like a sepia tone? No, I don't no, know no. what they, they were. They're giving it an old timey glow. It's it's, just, it's an actual filter. I think I own one of those filters for my camera. They didn't okay. have an iPhone at this time yeah. where you just throw an old timey glow on it, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. What filter was it? Uh, all I know is that it was impressively it was impressively <laughs> shot. X Pro Two. I don't fucking know. <laughs> there, there was a lot of big wide shots. Yeah. Um, a lot of extras walking around. Um, I it made the film right off the bat. I'm like, wow, how. What's the budget on this? I had to double check the budget because yeah, I mean, I thought I didn't know what I was in for. I mean, yeah, no, that was like that was it was really well done. And then you meet uh, Rosemary mm-hmm. and her uh, asshole of a oh boyfriend that she yeah, left. Right? I wanted him to die right <laughs> away, dude. <laughs> that she left, uh, maybe the killer for. We'll say at this time in the movie. I like, assume that's what yeah, happened. That's what I assumed too. I was like, I was like, well, I guess that was the killer who got the dear John letter. I guess that. 
Yeah, that yeah. was his girlfriend. That's, I think that's the, what we were supposed yeah, to, to assume. To, yeah, because uh, in a very and I think he uses the same kill. The director uses the same kill in the um, Friday the Thirteenth that he directed. Oh, with the pitchfork. With the pitchfork. Oh, okay. Does he use that the same? I'm yeah. pretty sure he uses that same kill in, in Friday in the thirty the thirtieth. <laughs> right. He does right. it in the final chapter. I'm pretty sure he uses it in I the think final chapter. Right. Uh, yeah. Which I, is also stolen from uh, another movie. I can't remember that that pitchfork scene is stolen from another movie. Wizard of Oz. No, it wasn't Wizard of Oz. It was, no. it was another... It wasn't Wizard of Oz. Oh, man. Early slasher. I can't remember the name of it that kind of started it all. I think it was an Italian one. Mm-hmm. So you get that. And it's beautiful. Shot. And what's he say? Yeah, he's a dick, dude. He says, like, some effed up thing. Like, take the... We d- don't have to take your dress off. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real classy. He's, you know he's what? You know what? Fella. You could say he's smooth. That's yeah. what you can just use to describe him. He's a mm. shithead. Yeah. That's, I don't know. <laughs> and then she gets pinned together with a... You know? Yeah. They get... You get I didn't... I, okay, can we just so we see the weapon choice right off the bat as a as a pitchfork for right. this? Where does this come into play with World War Two? It actually makes no sense, and I didn't see any farmland anywhere. So where was the hay? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're in New Jersey, so <laughs> yeah. it's not like you know they're at the shore on the beach. Yeah, no, I don't know. If what do you need a pitchfork no. for? I chalk it up just to a lot of the slashers have like a signature weapon and so they just thought okay this is gonna be yeah, the hit bayonet. the bayonet yeah. was uh, I, w- I thought was the obvious choice and they were like yeah you know what though it's not unique like enough. fuck it do use a pitchfork he's a farm boy deep yeah, down but it, but, it, but it totally goes hand in hand with his co- why would you why would you double down <laughs> yeah. and and make the killer's costume that, army fatigues and then have him use a pitchfork because the, the stupid because the stupid thinking right there well he's gotta have his signature weapon like that's why right there that's why they use thanks the pitchfork. chris thanks for this oh, people movies. like you, Chris. It's yeah. not stupid if the, they just keep doing it. Paying that would have made way more sense. It would have been great. Okay. Well, this this movie is not. I'm not banking on the fact that it makes a whole lot of sense. I, there's tons of plot holes in this film. So there, there, there sure is. <laughs> <laughs> so then, after that whole whole ordeal, we skip 35 years into the future to 1980 or 81. It's I can't remember. Some, yeah, I get modern day, modern present day. time, present time. Yeah. Uh, and we open up with the you know the deputy uh, hitting on the uh, uh, college teenage girls. I yeah, don't know. What, I have no idea. Girls, grown yeah. ass adult people that need permission to do stuff. I don't know what the hell age they are. What that, do you mean permission? Oh my god! Everything just I'm like I couldn't figure. They're in college. It's like you want to have a dance, just leave. Like, <laughs> are you, oh, you yeah. saying they had to have, get permission to have that? Well, that dance. That, well, that yeah. and it was just felt like. They're like, oh, I gotta sneak in some uh, booze so the chaperone doesn't get. I was like, what college yeah, are you in true. that you're graduated that you weren't old enough to drink? Well, think about it this way, though. I mean, weren't they in like a sorority or like dorm rooms or something? I, have, I mean, no, so I, they're still kind of under the just, watchful eye of the school. But what yeah, school? Like what? What, what universities out here? Like it looked like it a small like a, fishing it was, town. It was like a weird military. <laughs> it was like a military school. No, it wasn't. Then why was uh? What was his name? Uh, the Chatham. Chatham. He just happened to own. Yeah. He, uh, he just happened to own a house across the street from the school. His yeah. house was probably there before the school. Ma- was. No, ma- they had to get permission from Major Chatham to hold the dance. Yeah, he was the one keeping uh, keeping it away f- or keeping it from happening though yeah. like, for the last thirty five well, years. Well, that's because his daughter. Right. His, yeah, his I think that's that what died. the reason was. Yeah, I think it, they were asking him as like so a he was formality. like the dean. No, he was. I felt I took it as like he was like the dean. No, Did no, no, one no else I, I, I didn't think. I, that. I, I do think that that's the town creepy guy. No one would have cared. They would have said "f you, Chatham." We're gonna throw. Well, the dance anyway 10 I years mean, before that I mean honestly I mean I, that's not so far-fetched to ask for permission from like a town that refused to have that dance 
since the double murder, and what are we, 30 years later, and yeah. now it's like, all right, we should well, no, at no. least ask permission. But here's no, a question. No, the only reason they asked for permission or got away with doing it was because he was a stroke victim. Yeah, that's the part I don't understand. So what, what did they ask him? And it was like, what, blink twice? Yes. He, Wait, he couldn't speak, but, right? He can't say no now because he had a stroke, so <laughs> we might as well ask him now. Like hey, That maybe. doesn't seem right. I, I didn't even catch that as a plot point. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's why it film. seems like he's like, <laughs> that's why it, to me it seems like he's a dean or something like that. Like If, to, if he is, then why is this, why is, why is this comatose <laughs> person in a wheelchair a dean? It's such, it's just it a seems weird... Like he, but doesn't he seem like he's in some sort of position of power with whatever school they're going to? Am I the only one I who got that? I think it's just that, that no, small I, of a yeah. town that he's like a well-known person, and yeah. this is a well-known thing I that happened it, to him. I just saw it as his daughter got murdered, and they were asking him, like, hey, look, I know this happened to you. Would it be okay if we actually brought back the dance because this might be a sore subject for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, I guess, just stared at him because <laughs> that's all he could do. <laughs> so anyways, we're at this point, we're introduced to Deputy Mark, who has beautiful bone structure. Look great. Beautiful <laughs> bone structure. The man has impeccable bone structure. <laughs> Them cheeks. Woo! Yeah. Boy, does it look like he's been doing meth. They pop. <laughs> they pop right out. They are fantastic. <laughs> we meet him... And I'm guessing he's like a rough, I'm guessing rough 25. That's my guess. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. And he's talking to girls who I, I I don't know. They're in a range of, I would say, I don't know what they're supposed to be in this movie. They're supposed to be 18 to 20? 25, yeah, I feel like. That's college age. is like 18 to 25. But they're supposed to be seniors because they're graduating. This is like a graduating dance. Okay. Well, then they're then they're in their like 21. So why do they need to spike the punch? Because it's, still, for, no, it's no, no. Still, still a school-sanctioned fun- event. You can't bring booze yeah. to a college now well, at a college function event. And not to mention it, obviously know, they could get a hold of booze because the, the one did. dude that the, the, the one dude shows up with a handle of fucking vodka that he's chugging on like the whole time. Yeah. Anyways, that, that they're setting up for, <laughs> they basically set up for the party and then it's weird because you're introduced to Pam who's the main character, the the, the you know, the survivor girl basically. The mm-hmm. fi- yeah, the final girl. Uh, yeah. And you're like, okay, uh is she though? When you first meet her, is what? that weird? What do you mean? Because I didn't catch on right away that she was the main character until like after. I want to say almost after the first kill. I caught on to it. I thought I did. I think I did too. I, I had yeah. a hard time following it. I'm with you on this one, Cody. I had a hard time following who. Because originally, uh, I think it's the girl he's hitting on when who's yeah. putting up the flyer. Yeah. And then she, Pam kind of comes into it, and you follow her story a little bit, but then you kind of go back to. Uh, uh, the girl uh, I can't remember her name for the light. Is it Lisa, Sherry? Is it Lisa or Sherry? It's one of the two. Is putting up the the banner. You go back to her and she's flashing Major Tatum. Yeah, she she yeah. crossed yeah, the that, window. That, so why is his house on campus too? If he's not a part of the school, his house isn't on campus. It's across the street. It's a sorority house. Jesus Christ. Yeah, sorority houses. I never got that it was a sorority house. I thought really? it was the dorm. Didn't, didn't you watch the movie Neighbors? I thought it was a dorm. I thought this <laughs> fraternities was a- can be I, right I next did. door to your neighbor. Yeah. To me, this seemed like it was a dorm, not a fraternity, like not a matern- maternity, but frater- <laughs> <laughs> not a like a fraternity or a sorority. sorority. Honestly, I thought it was just like a random ballroom. No, well, no, like he's, talking about, he's like, talking about where they're where they're living, where the girls yeah. were living, where the shower, where the shower. Oh scene yeah, because happens. they were all in the room together. Yeah, I guess I guess it I is. I took it as a dorm room. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the inside. I mean, it's got all these stairs going up and down. It's got these all these hallways and yeah, rooms. But it, it looks, looks like, like a it looks like a sorority. Uh, to me, it looks like a dorm because there's it looks almost like an apartment layout. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm just saying. But is the ballroom that the where the dance is being held? Is That's that part of the school? Part of the school. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. That's somewhere else. That's like and down the, the street. And the pool. Yes, the pool is part of the school. Yeah. That's where they do their Olympics? In a, in a, in a play I pool? I don't think they have a shaped pool. Yeah. <laughs> Bean shaped pool. <laughs> it's a very odd campus. I think that's what we're, what yeah, we're getting so, at here. So you see that, and then you see the girls getting ready, and then <laughs> the one girl in the shower, and then that's when you come to your first kill. Mm-hmm. Which was pretty pretty righteous, I gotta say. Like, definitely. I was I was really really the into boyfriend? that. The boyfriend comes in, yeah. and is like, "Are you ready to go?" And she's like, oh, bah, bah, bah. And he's like, "Well, I didn't get an invite to get in the shower, basically." And she's like, "Well, how fast can you take your clothes off?" He's like, "Start your time watch, coach." And he, and, and he takes his time. <laughs> and he takes his. He just takes his sweet down. ass time. He yeah. really does. He closes he like, the door. He like, take, he like takes his it. like tie off and then lays it ever so gently <laughs> down, it. folds it up. And it's a rental, dude. You got to be careful with those. <laughs> Can't stain this, babe. Yeah. And then for that trouble, for trying to take care of his stuff, what's he get? He gets killed. He gets a knife to the head. Right through the right, head. Right, right through the, the top of the fucking skull. Down to the bottom of the jaw. Oh, some great. Effect. Man, I love that. And when the, the white of the eyes, the eyes turn white. Oh. Yeah. I actually, as much as I loved the murder, I had a hard time, like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> What do you mean? What well, do you mean? like, okay, so, so the knife goes through his head, mm-hmm. and then his eyes go white. Yeah. Like, what medical uh, I took scenario occurred back. here? I took, yeah, I took it as his eyes rolled back. Okay, so his eyes rolled back in his head. I was just kind of like, our effects weren't he like stays, that great yet. Well, like, I mean, he stays alive well, for quite a while. That's what I was just going <laughs> to say. That's the thing that confused <laughs> me. Is like He literally got stabbed in the middle of the brain, and the dude is still alive. Yeah. No, from what I, from what I understand, is it looked so good they decide to ha- like hold on it longer okay. basically oh, okay. get their like, money's worth yeah. cool. this, is it, this explains looks, the next shot because it looks so good the next shot looked fantastic next shot is when we go into the shower with our again our pitchfork pulled it out of nowhere yeah mm-hmm. and got, got it through that window <laughs> <laughs> and then we ram it into the, the blonde with the big boobs yeah and we and we lift her up mm-hmm. a few times, yeah. For for I'm assuming effect, which was a very a very who are we copying on on this one? Do you guys think this was a very slasher? He invented everything. Alfred Hitchcock. It was a very yeah. Uh, he psycho. invented that. He invented it. No, 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 our joke. We have a running joke. Oh, People don't I, get okay. that Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> It was an inside joke, but f- no one even got it here because they we're don't know all what the fuck we're talking about. Right it's, now. So, Shit. it's so inside, it's out. It. Yeah. No, no, but it is a very, it's very, uh, th- come on, it's an obvious throw up to Alfred Hitchcock and Psycho. Yeah. That's well, they, well, the, I mean, they do the, the shower point of view thing. Shot the and... shower thing is a common trope in all slasher films. A, uh, a chick always gets killed in or around the shower because it's a chance to show off some tits. Plus, you're in a vulnerable position. Like, you're naked in a small room and naked nowhere and to go. You know, I that's I think that's where that comes from. How do you feel? <laughs> uh, one of the things that this movie's kind of like praised for is how it builds suspense. Do you feel like it was good at building suspense, or and it's mystery? The, the, apparently, it's mystery is very good for a slasher film. For its time, I I I, I can it, maybe for its time, but it doesn't it doesn't translate. Well. I kind of knew right away. Did anyone else know right away? Uh, well, it was the sheriff, yeah, definitely. yeah. If you don't know it, like th- there's only two options. It's absolutely fucking the sheriff. <laughs> or it's such a bad misdirect. Yeah. It's so obvious. He's the only character that, like, I'm going out of town, yeah, but, and, and, then and then all this shit starts happening. And then with such disdain, yeah. looks at the guy and just makes sure those goddamn kids don't. Like, it's yeah, just he like, was very bizarre. what's going on here? Can I tell you what, though? They, they In this movie, in 1981, they captured uh, 
me perfectly as an employee at one time. What do you mean? How so? When he calls up the <laughs> fucking cabin, <laughs> and the guy is like, "Yeah, let me go check," and just sets the phone down and makes like, all the noise to make yeah. it sound like he's going. Oh, somewhere. I've done that shit before. I, you I better will, believe it. I do want to give credit to that scene by how long they stay on. Oh, him. it's so great! It almost seemed like a Family Guy like <laughs> like gag. It just sat there in silence, and he's just like sitting there, just like. And it just keeps cutting back to him. He's on the phone, he's just yeah. shifting around and shuffling. <laughs> <laughs> that was a skipping a little bit ahead. What happens after that? They go back to the the dance after. Oh no, uh, yeah, they actually go back to the dance after the first kill, and then Pam gets a a, a drink spilled on her because her boyfriend, Deputy Mark, yeah. is flirting with the girl that he was flirting with in the beginning. Again, blurring the lines of who the main character is in this film. Well, well, I, the thing that was like confusing to me was it seemed like he got pulled she was pulling him in yeah, no, and he was just kind of going along with it and whatever and Pam was getting jealous and then the sheriff or whatever the deputy like was like oh no it's no big deal or whatever and then she comes back up and starts like hitting on him again I felt like she was pursuing him more than he was being a sleazeball no that's true and then Pam gets a drink spilled on her and she goes to change and that's when she sees the body she doesn't see anybody when she changes yeah. No, no, it's, and she, uh, and she, right. she just sees she just sees the prowler. It's not until the end where you see the body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know what? Why didn't she question how fucking long she was in the shower? Yeah, no shit. I'd be like, <laughs> Are you alright, girl? Yeah, you because know, she saw because she saw her boyfriend's closer. So she's like, oh, they're fucking. I'm not going in there. After we spill the drink, all that happens. We go back up to the room, and th- this is where uh, the most amazing part of this movie happens. This is where we get to see Vicky Dawson, uh, Pam, in the mm. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, run like uh, she's in the fucking Olympics <laughs> in high heels. I've never seen anyone in any movie ever run like that in heels alone. She takes a fucking flight of stairs in two seconds. Yeah, no problem, dude. In heels, just flying, dude. It is amazing. I've never seen anybody move like that. No, so how do you? I'm, t- I'm trying to figure out how you even get the physics to do this. What do you mean? Like, do you get on your like really on your tippy toes and did, you just kind of run no, on she your was, tippy toes? Did you use when you saw her? Yeah, how do you run? Her run past um, uh, Major Chatham. 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 Yeah, she is like in a full on like sp- like sprint. Do you like, see her like the whole feet and everything? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't you know, know she how goes she goes down does the it. stairs on the back, like behind the house. She like glides down. I'm like a gazelle. Wow. Here's another thing I want to talk about that uh, needs to be brought up, and I kind of hinted on it a little bit earlier. Uh, Just the overall look of the killer and how it was. I was so disappointed when I saw. I'm like, oh well, yeah, you're going from thinking he's a sea monster from the cover art to (laughs) to to, it's a dude wearing a bag. Yeah, it's like (laughs) (laughs) got some kind of mesh. Yeah, mesh bag on his head. It was really yeah. It was it was a it was a real disappointment. It was not a terrifying character, like looks wise. It wasn't like like at the time, like well, I you know I guess at that time uh, at that time it was new and fresh. But I mean, Friday the Thirteenth. I guess Friday the Thirteenth Part Two was like well, well, that's when you finally give him a look. Yeah, but Jason in the first one didn't really have a look. I mean, Jason's not in the first one. Well, he is at the end. They do they do the the ode to him ending in this one too. Is like my feeling. 
What's that? Where the, this film ends with the, the the boyfriend coming back to life and grabbing her oh, yeah. in the shower. I thought that I felt very pieces on yeah, that. Yeah, I totally did. It was all that was like totally pieces. I felt like like they're doing like Jason jumping out of the water, grabbing the, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, but no, in the second one, Jason doesn't have the hockey mask. Remember, he's got the bag on his head. That's right. Yeah, he's got a he's got a sack. With yeah, one but eye no, hole. but you get like kind of like this guy. But you get a brooding, <laughs> you get like a brooding, like threatening feel from him. That one Halloween, you get another brooding, like yeah, threatening this guy, this guy. Feel. Definitely, definitely looked pretty lean. <laughs> yeah, this guy and, and small and short. Like he wasn't impending, yeah. like in any way. This was like a track runner. Yeah, you get like, oh, you're on a hunting trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it yeah. really looked like he left to go to the cabin. Like that's probably like. I do say, I will say, I did like the scene where where it cut to him like suiting up. Like, oh, and the, shit, and the, that, oh yeah. with the tying the He's boots, like, putting his boots on, putting yeah. his whole fucking thing. I'm like, oh like shit, like this Rambo is gonna get scene. fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah and for the most part, no. well, it kind of did. Like the. So the kick in the pool is like another that's I, that made me laugh my ass off because I've never seen a girl act so hard to drown <laughs> in my life. <laughs> she was throwing like, ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> like that's how, how hard she was acting to drown. Like this, that's like how furious she was shaking underwater. And I was like, how did you not hear him get in the pool? How? Yeah, where was he? That that part just confused yeah. the shit out of me. She's like in the pool. She looks all around. You but can clearly see the bottom of the pool from the camera angle. So I imagine she can as well. Like, what's he just chilling in a pool snorkel before. somewhere? It's not like, it's not I think like this is anything below does. the water. Is... I think he kicks her in the head, and Pop. then he runs around the pool. <laughs> and he books it, and he jumps in real quick. Well, you know, speak for an old guy, he sure can run. Of the pool scene, the the, the other thing is when uh, when when the. Uh, Teacher, it discovers yeah, her yeah. in the pool. Yeah. How long does it take to notice that there's blood all in the pool? Like, I could see it in all the shots. Well, you know what? Here's the other thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, too. I was like, oh, well, way to have a ton of blood in the pool. But when uh, the boyfriend gets stabbed in the head, it's like a streak of blood on, <laughs> yeah. a, on a sheet. Yeah. Like, I'm like, how did you hide that much blood? Hmm. Exactly. Uh, well, the, the knife jugular. held it in. She the jugular. Maybe the brain doesn't bleed that much. It doesn't. I'm not a surgeon. <laughs> I don't know. So what? Okay, here's the ultimate question for you guys, because this is something I want to know. Because this does have a cult following, uh, but what makes it a cult film? That's a really good question. Because I mean, Cause to me, this is a just this is like this is a pretty cookie cutter, yeah, copy carbon copy of Halloween and well, of Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, you brought it up earlier, and it, the film did get a lot of praise for uh, the amount of uh, I guess mystery that was involved. And when it first came out, maybe it was one of the one of the only slashers that didn't that didn't lead people on as much. And because I, I I mean this film doesn't it doesn't completely have a slasher feel at least to me as like say a Friday Thirteenth or something like I get more of like a Italian giallo feel from it where it's mm. I think it's a lot a- more slower shots and mm-hmm. a lot it's it's a slower build of the story and you you, you spend a lot more time with characters and the kills are are. Um, intense when they hit you. I think that's that 40s intro that kind of gives it that feel. What makes this a cult film for me, or at least for what I think people see in it, is um, I think there's one major thing, and that's the effects. And uh, it's because the effects are so brutal and gory. And, and honestly, if you if you look at a Friday the 13th or a Halloween, there's not a lot of gory effects in those films. Yeah. And in The, Pro- in the Prowler, um, you know, thanks to Tom Savini, who is known for this kind of thing, uh, the effects are extremely gory for a mystery film, and yeah. uh, and I think that's what really stands out about the film. Let me ask this question: 
Does Tom Savini blow a head off in every single one of his films? I think so, and it looks like Might exactly the same. <laughs> Might be his trademark. This is like yeah. the maniac shot in this movie too. Oh yeah, yeah. That, in the in the car. Yeah, that was a yeah. great fucking head pop. Yep. The throat cut that he does. In oh, the pool. that's fucking intense. Brutal. Like it, I, I, the flabs of skin are moving with the knife. I don't know how he did that. I mean, unless the, like the knife was concave or something, and then it was maybe pressed to her neck, and then with makeup. I mean, that right there, the fact that you mm-hmm. asked that question, yeah. I don't know how he did that, is why it's a cult so film. Like it really looks said. like that knife is sliding through it, yeah. like yeah. two flaps of skin. See, it's just I don't know. I feel like there's got to be more, though. Like yeah. I mean, he, this is a film that's like that's getting momentum later on, though. Too, this is something that it's not like something that people saw and was like they showed other people because this movie is carried on as a cult film throughout. Sure, time it wasn't like I don't imagine this was very huge and successful, but obviously people know of it because it's of it. And that's what I have like a, a hard time distinguishing. It's like I don't know what makes this one any different than another, you know, typical ripoff of Halloween and or like My Bloody Valentine or like yeah, any of those, like, yeah or April Fool's Day or yeah. you know what I mean. Like and I don't yeah. understand. Like besides having kick-ass special effects, I think that is really what separates yeah. it from a lot of the I other mean, ones. Is every that enough? single every I mean let, let me honestly like every single Tom Savini movie is ha- like has a cult following because of the gore like text chance and massacre too like day of the, like all, all the the dawn of the dead and day of the dead movies like they all just have this really unrelenting gore factor in it maniac like we brought up a minute ago like that's really what when it when it comes to these kind of horror movies and kind of slash movies like it really does like like movies really go into like t- two categories you get like ones that are like legitimately terrifying and then you've got the ones that are for like the gore hounds that are just Brutal and violent, and how amazing are these kills? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, those are are even like, but those are usually coupled together with fun. Does that make sense? What's that? Like the the the, the more brutal like slasher films, you mean like a tongue and cheek kind of. Like are like more, yeah, like I think like more and so nowadays. Like but... no, Friday the Thirteenth was fun. Like those were like before the all the killings started happening. Those like those kids are fun, and you want to hang out with them. And you know what I mean. And I don't necessarily, I don't think I ever got that feeling from this film. Like, oh, these kids are fun. Like, I want to hang out with them. Hmm. I don't know. Anybody else? I, I, I Yeah, I, I feel like the movie is slow. It doesn't have yeah. the... F- You're right. There's something magical missing in the execution of this slasher that yeah. other ones got right. Yeah, I mean, and I just, think uh, that's just, really what it well, could just it all be boils writing, down to. Writing, I mean... Going back to what you said, I think it really does boil down to cast... Like, I don't think that anybody in this film is a memorable actor, you know? Like, and none of them play archetypes. You know what? Maybe that's what it is. None of them play an archetype. That's true. There's not like a jock or a, or a nerd. True. or, a, or they, Everybody's pretty much like, we're a bunch of seaside kids just hanging out. Right. Let's go have a party. Like, that's about it. Yeah, they're just general college kids. Yeah. And they're almost like clones of themselves, with, with the exception of the girl who flashes... Who flashes the old guy? Because yeah. uh, you could say like, okay, well, she's like the so promiscuous the yeah, one. Yeah. She dies real quick. She's yeah. the first one that. Well, she's much the pool. Tall. Well, Pam's the good girl. Oh yeah, yeah, she is the pool. You're right. I mean, Pam's like the good yeah. girl. Is she, she though? Yeah, yeah, she is. She, yeah. she's like the virgin. I mean, she's not. I don't know if she is, but like that's how they play her off. Her character, the innocent one. I don't know. Run like a motherfucker. <laughs> I think that's a great point you bring up, though. Maybe it is because they don't have the same, those same kind of character traits that you see. In all the other slashers, that's why this one's kind of looked at or revered a little differently.
What's the matter? Mark, somebody was chasing me. Someone was chasing me, and Major Chatham grabbed me. Major Chatham? Mark, you hurt my arm. What the hell was Major Chatham doing I down don't here? I know. And he, and he chased you? No, I, I don't know who chased me. All, all I saw was um, boots and some kind of uniform. Are you okay? The one thing I will say that this movie does, I think, smart, that I could see maybe also giving it that, that touch of uh, cult film status is how early on in uh, maybe cinema and in general it touches on uh, PTSD. Yeah, I mean it, that's that that that's like a central driving driving motivation of like the character kind of. Yeah and no though because yeah. it's. I would say I'm with you, Mike. It's not. The reason he's killing has nothing to do necessarily with the war, but, the, but rather the girlfriend that the dear John letter. Yeah, the dear John letter. But they do. But they also do make they also do make a point on the newsreel to say that some of the soldiers that are coming back are fucked up because of what they've seen. Right. So yeah. if he's screwed up from what he's seen, plus, and he gets a dear plus John the letter, dear John letter on yeah, top of that. Yeah. Most okay. of us would go, "Oh, she broke up with me. I'm going to find a new chick." Not go. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stab her with her new boyfriend together with a pitchfork. Because that's how I did it in Nam or not Nam, Germany. <laughs> Germany. <laughs> Here's a question I I have that's bothering me throughout this whole film, right? So at the end when it is the sheriff, that is the same guy that came back from yes. the war. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yes. And he's somehow he's, managed to stay under the radar. No one really realized that they yes. were dating at any point in time that he got this letter. No one ever thought that's, that's like well, you, they thought he might be a suspect. I took uh, well no, I took it as as everyone didn't know he was home yet. Like no one knew he was home yet from the war, yeah. And they all thought he was still gone. It's a small town. How would they know? It was not like yeah, the internet true. was that, around. That actually that that did cross my mind when I was watching. I was like, I, I that's did how think I always he took just, it. They, they just didn't know he was back yet. But and he took a different identity. No, 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 no. no, no He's no. the same guy. He they just didn't and know then he resumed was home. Life. <laughs> how can I have killed her if I was over in Germany fighting the Nazis, Mike? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. I understand. Okay, then, then, then. Let's now that I have that cleared out. Here was the problem that I did have, where I feel like other slashers kind of get this right. So, the trope that I understand of slashers that makes them scary is the idea that someone has done something wrong. Yes. And even though this m- killer is going through and slaughtering all these innocent people, they're kind of justified. extracting, yeah, justified revenge yeah. on them for the wrong that was done. So, in Friday the Thirteenth. The counselors were not looking after the kid. Yeah. Drowns. Mother extracts her revenge. So even though it's a new set of kids, like anyone that's fucking, anyone that's partying it up, anyone that's not doing their job, they deserve to die at some point in time, right? This film kind of has a disconnect because, as I understand it, the big wrong that that happens is that this girl dumps this guy while he's... Supposedly yeah. overseas, right. Which, she, right? She promised to stay with him, and she fucking. That's a no no, Mike. That's a definitely a no no. But here's the thing: the <laughs> war is over. There is no war going on right now, and it's just another. It's just it's just a dance that's thirty five years later. Right. So these kids are not people that are cheating on their boyfriends or like doing any weird stuff or pr- making promises they couldn't keep. Yeah. Like that. There's a disconnect now in the justification that a slasher has. So then, so then the sick it, does, justification. Does it? Okay. So yeah. So then, does that mean that this slasher is? More terrifying because he doesn't even have a reason for it. He's just killing because no, because he, wants he has to, to kill? have a reason for it. There's why no, there's he, no, does, he does have a reason for killing in this movie. Yeah, th- why 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 is he doing it again d- 
during because, the dance. Well, that's why not just well, here's why it could have triggered PTSD. That's triggered. exactly what it is. That's what that's exactly what it is. is that he it, remembers what that, that this, this dance was that, the problem. That, well, yeah, well, no, that it, that's where his girlfriend that was, was the banging night. the other dude, bro. Yeah. No, I understand that. <laughs> you bring that back up, I gotta go crazy on these kids. No, I understand that, but yeah. that's still like it seems like a loose justification. Because the other in the other ones like Friday the Thirteenth kills baby like you know well I mean why does I mean why why does Jason continue though I mean why does Jason continue yeah because he still because they keep on showing up at the fucking they kill his mom (laughs) they keep on trying to open this camp back up and keep on having sex and not paying attention to to this dance up and having sex like. I, I, I get where you're coming from, Mike, and I'm, I'm gonna side. I'm gonna agree with I'm gonna agree with the fan theory that Cody presented, which is like that. Yeah, it's it's it, the the fact that the dance is happening again has reopened old wounds, and he's having like flashbacks. He's having PTSD, something like that. That's the only justification that I could possibly come up with. Did it, the movie actually tell me that? No, but it feels the, like it's it, better than it feels the movie like this should have been. This should have taken place in like Vietnam or something. Why? To make that connection better. Rather than just any kids. Why isn't he just slaughtering kids? any kid that acts and wiles out? Why would Vietnam be any different? I'm curious. Because it's a war. Why wouldn't he kill People any kid that goes to People go off and they dance. go to war and they probably make the same promises. World War II is a war. Yeah, that's the point. That happened. The first killing happened in World War II. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't, wouldn't another, at, at another why wouldn't the, this happen again? Why wouldn't the justification of, Because that's hey, not his triggers. It, his triggers are dances. Don't have a dance. <laughs> That's so weird, though. It <laughs> seems like it should be. Dude, they did a whole. It does they did seem a like whole. It should be a lot different. This it a lot of this be, movie. If you make a promise, <laughs> if you make a promise I, to a guy going overseas they, and you break it, but they did a whole movie where like dancing is like a huge trigger and it almost it shuts down a whole town. It's called Footloose. Dirty dancing. <laughs> Footloose. No. Well, what I'll say, what I'll say corner. is though, like you know, maybe he's been satisfied that the dance has been not active for the past 35 yeah. years the pam she's the real driving force behind having making this dance mm-hmm. actually come together finally and 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 maybe that's just what sets him off yeah and i mean that's actually a good theory to have because the first person that killer goes for is in pam's bedroom he goes to pam's bedroom first and she's not there so mm-hmm. he kills people who are there and the whole movie you i mean you could say the whole movie is kind of like hunting her down mm-hmm. Because she's the okay. whole reason why the dance is happening again. That's why well, she's running point. so here's, fast. Here's, here's the thing, That's too. why she's running heels. Right here's there. the yeah. thing that I wonder, too. I wonder if it has something to do with the night also. Because here, for the last 35 years, every night that this dance is supposed to be held, uh, the sheriff, who is the killer, has actually been going on a vacation to a secluded retreat, like mm-hmm. where he's uh, hiding out, I guess. So I wonder if he's dealing with some of his emotional issues just so. because of that day, maybe in the woods. Yeah. I think so. I think his fishing trip is his way to kind of get out yeah. and get away and clear his head and kind of re- like maybe reflect on it. And that now all of a sudden this dance is happening, and now it's like he can't he can't handle that because it's bringing back it's bringing shit to the surface that that he has been dealing with. And it feels like a, l- a lot of backstory that we just had to. I feel like we've reviewed quite a few movies where we've come up with better backstories than the film actually gave <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah. Let's just rate this Mammer Jammer because I feel like we've talked about it enough. Um, very special Halloween edition. Very, very special. Very special. <laughs> <laughs> very special Halloween edition. Uh, make sure that you stick around for even more Halloween thrills uh, the rest of the month. Uh, but Kyle, what are we rating this? Uh, we're going to rate it Bayonets. Bayonets. Let's start 
with Mike tonight. I'm going to start with Mike tonight. Mike, how many bayonets are you going to give the Prowler? I'm I'm going to give it one and a half bayonets. One and a half bayonets hitting hot. Here's the thing. I, I just feel like this is a poorly executed film in terms of the story, the structure, what it was trying to go for. It wasn't scary, and it wasn't funny. So it kind of like struck out on both those areas. The only area that I'm going to give any, really any, any bayonets to is the fact that Tom Savini's uh, makeup and special effects are, are top notch and they're great and they're really effective, but I can't, that, that, that alone just, it just, I, I was bored throughout this entire film, quite honestly. <laughs> Chris? Um, I'm going to go with a two, two bayonets on this one. Um, yeah, it, it is. It's kind of boring. It's kind of redundant. Uh, not a lot of interesting things happen in this film at all. Um, I, I, I kind of hate like the, what they try to paint as the villains in this, like major Chatham. And I think the killer is kind of lame and like, uh, you know, none of the teenagers are very memorable, but, uh, like Mike said, the effects are, uh, fantastic and very effective and very gory. Um, I'm glad they went there with this film. And I think maybe again, that's what makes this a cult film. Um, and, and maybe a favorite amongst horror movie watchers. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm not in any hurry to go see this movie again. I'm glad I saw it at least once. Um, you know, it's just, you know, if, if you're feeling bored, I guess, watch this, <laughs> watch this movie and be even more bored. I'll go next. I will say this. The Prowler is one of those movies on Halloween that you can just throw on in the background and hope people catch the really cool kills and that's what they pay attention to and then they can forget the rest. So it really is a movie you can mm-hmm. just put on in the background. Uh, and just have the cool kills pop up, and, and you won't be missing much by missing out on the story. Um, I'm going to give it a two also. Um, the, the special effects are just awesome. Um, that's what gets it. it. It is boring as all hell, man. I tried to rewatch this movie again to talk about it a, a second time, and it couldn't hold my attention at all. I mean, I, it's one of those ones where you, I feel like you kind of have to buckle down to watch, and that's not fun. That's not <laughs> what I want to do on Halloween. You know what I mean? So thanks, Kyle. Thanks for starting <laughs> off my uh, Halloween right with the Prowler. Uh, up next, Kyle. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it uh, one and a half as well. Um, yeah, you know, it's sometimes when you pick movies never seen before, it, you, you can find gems. And sometimes you find this a movie like this, which I think the best way to describe this movie is lack of payoff. Um, there's a lot of story arcs and a lot of characters that get set up that could possibly go somewhere cool, somewhere fun. Like I would have liked to see major Chatham, like, um, anywhere again in the rest of the film. He, he appears for five minutes to, you know, upset this girl's sprint. And then he's never, he's never in the film again. Um, to Cody's point, you, you nailed it. If you're having a Halloween party, pop this movie on, put it on mute. And just let it go. And then every once in a while you turn around, you might see a throat get cut. You might see a head blow up. And the special effects are fucking on point and fantastic. And that would be enough reason for me to, like, go on YouTube and find a kill reel of this film. Like, if you want to see what special effects are about. I don't think you need to sit through the whole thing. But one and a a half. um, Yeah. I don't know. There you go. There it is. Happy Halloween, guys. That's actually one thing that we didn't bring up I want to go back and talk about that you just reminded me of with the major how in the hell did he wheel himself out in the middle of the grass <laughs> <laughs> when he grabbed him? He got one of those he's, off-road models, you know? Yeah, he's barely moving. Maybe. How did he even get around in that big house he had? 
I, I imagine I he had like he, he had one thing. of those like chair things. You think that's why he rolled out to grab that girl? Like that's really impressive. But look at this. What? She's running around in heels. <laughs> look at me running wait, around wait. in, in I wheels. I can do this in mud. Watch this shit. <laughs> You're doing it in heels. I'm in wheels. What's heels up? and wheels. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. That is our first Halloween episode. Make sure you stick with us. We got uh, Ernest Scared Stupid coming up. We got uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors coming up. And we have... Um, Adam's Family Values coming up. Yes, sir. So make sure that you check out all of those. Those are going to be the big hits. Don't worry. You already got past the bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get into the good ones next and really get into the Halloween feel. You know, I can't bat a thousand every time. You can't. (laughs) I mean, I just don't know who shits on Halloween by picking a terrible movie, but I guess Kyle does. But that's our show for this week. Uh, You can follow Kyle Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Kyle. And you can tell him how great of a pick he picked. You can follow Chris at uh, cultfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at, at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me on Instagram at VHS Collect. I almost forgot what the fuck it was. Yeah, it's forgettable. I mean, I'm dro- <laughs> I know. <laughs> so did we. I'm dropping F bombs this episode like nobody's business. So you just got to pick a bad movie. Cody hey, will open can up. Can you guys do me a favor? Just subscribe to our podcast. Help us out. We're all poor and we just need help. Leave uh, a comment. Go on iTunes. Rate, rate us whatever stars you feel like rating us and leave a comment because that helps a lot. Do you got a friend that likes movies too? Tell them. Tag them. Tag them on something we, we post and mm-hmm. tell them about the show. Spread the word. We know you guys want to spread the word. I think. I don't know. I, don't, I think don't they. Know I think they do. We just have to encourage them. Or, more. or if you hate our show, spread Le- the word. Let everybody know how bad we suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell them to tune in and listen to how shitty I am <laughs> as a host. Well, and if you have friends that don't like movies, why are you even friends? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So just remember, if you're gonna join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>